with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, one of those days, by the sounds of it, kind of fits the mood, uh, certainly in yeah. London, uh, as the Queen's uh, ceremony funeral uh, continues, I guess. Uh, they've taken the, the looks like they're moving the uh, casket into a uh, hearse as we speak. They've uh, traveled uh, 45 minutes uh, with a procession right now, and like uh, we were just watching this procession, whether it's uh, of the horse, the horses, which, by the way, the RCMP led the way, which is kind of cool. That's amazing. Yeah, and now they're, uh, or just uh, the pallbearers that are doing their thing. There's just a lot of pressure. Like, you just, there's billions of people watching right now. Literally billions. Like, you have to be that person <laughs> that goes, don't mess something up. Don't mess something up. Don't, don't get wobbly. You don't, drop a corner. Don't go right when everyone else goes left. I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they would. that would be... Uh, High pressure stakes going on there. No, I haven't sure. seen any of it. Are yeah. they like? Do they place during the big walk? Did yeah. they place the c- casket in like a carriage of sorts? It was being Correct. pulled on a carriage. Okay, yes. Okay. And so they didn't have to hoof it the whole way. No, they didn't. They hoofed it, but they didn't hoof. Yeah, they didn't hoof the coffin the whole way. Exactly. It was being, it was being, uh, it moved that way, and they're just putting it in a in a hearse as we speak right now. So. Um, a lot of people would have probably gotten up and watched the uh, the funeral, which started uh, about three, four in the morning. And uh, our question this morning is, what have you gotten up to watch, you know, in the middle of the night? And it's obviously going to be hockey for Matt and I, I'm assuming. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> Just what did feel. you guys watch? Stinking European tournaments, I tell you. <laughs> or like in Asia or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Torino, I remember getting up early. I was unemployed at the time. I went to my buddy's house yeah. and started drinking Yeah, bright and early. Wasn't there, I forget what it was. It would have been, I would say, about eight, nine years ago where Notley, she said like the bars could open super early. Right. It was for a tournament. What was that for? It, it was, was the Olympic. Go was, Team Canada. It was the Olympics. I think yeah. that's the one that they, oh, where was it? Russia? Maybe. Sochi? Yeah, it could have been Maybe. Sochi. Yeah. And yeah, she like passed a one-day law that was like, yeah, bars can open and serve. Yeah, yeah, they can do that. That's thing. amazing. Yeah, for sure. I, most of the time when these things happen, I, I don't normally wake up to watch them. You just kind of stay up to watch them, right? Like, you know, that would be the thing. I set an alarm to watch the One World Juniors, also unemployed. There's a theme in this, <laughs> where I actually got up and watched a game. It was yeah. where Nugent Hopkins came back. He was playing with the Oilers, but there was a lockout, so he got to play with the team. Right. They lost that year, but still. Well, we know it's not hockey for you, Jack. Have you ever gotten up early to watch something? No surprise here. It's all for royal stuff, for sure. I was very lucky um, when William and Kate got married. I was in Thailand at the time, so the timing actually worked out. I didn't have to wake up. But for Prince Harry's wedding to Meghan Markle, yeah, you bet I woke up. It was so exciting. Yeah. I tried to wake up my daughter, Kennedy, and she was like, no. (laughs) Good night, Mom. Which is crazy when, like, the two-year-old won't get up with you. And you say, a prince and a princess are getting married. No. No. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'll watch it on the news. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. What about you? Have you ever woken up early to watch something? What have you gotten up early to watch? We'd love to hear from you this morning. As always, 780-421-1039. You can also shoot us a text. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Luke Holmes. Yeah, the tickets went on sale on Friday morning, and as soon as they went on sale, they were sold out. Yeah, they the, were pretty much gone. It was the pre-sale uh, that they, they'd had, I guess, during the week, and then the, the other ones as well. And uh, yeah, if you were lucky enough to get tickets, uh, you're in a, well, I guess you're in a smaller group of people than, yeah, 
Waiting in queue, I'm sure like many of you, there was 2,000 people ahead at about 10, 10. And we started getting these messages from Ticketmaster that was saying like, due to extremely low tickets, the seating selection may not be that great. And you're like, it's 10 minutes into the sale. (laughs) What is happening? I, you know, maybe call me a pessimist. Yeah. But I didn't didn't think it was going to sell out that quick. No. I thought it would take days. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't either. Yeah. Well, I was doing the math and then I was, because I, I was the one that said, well, a couple of things. I said, I thought ticket prices would be lower than they were. And then I, I said, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be a challenge for him to sell at Commonwealth Stadium, but it's a Saturday night. It's the only show in Western Canada besides Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people from, you know, you're, you're dealing with a, a big group of people. There's people coming, I'm sure, from Saskatchewan. from Yeah, it's not just Edmonton. Southern Alberta and everywhere in between that are trying to get tickets. So, uh, you know, they... They, they set it up for success, and that's exactly what they got. Now the question is, why wouldn't you do a second show? But Got to get that date. Yeah. This is the first time in my country music career yeah. that I lived the Chris Sheets. Yeah. Where I saw someone before they were huge. I still can't believe <laughs> we funny. saw him play at uh, the, ranch. the ranch. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think yeah, about that? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And Chris has all these stories like, oh, I seen him before. They were big. Yeah. Now I finally got one. Yeah. And yeah. we will never see him at ticket prices a thousand dollars a seat. I, I literally won't see him. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I warned you. I said enjoy him at the ranch. You were right, Chris. <laughs> you were right. I feel like we did. I had a good night. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Again, the tickets completely sold out for the Luke Combs show, his world tour, coming to Commonwealth Stadium on June third of next year. And, uh, yeah, I heard a story about uh, some young people that uh, trusted one of their young friends to uh, get them all tickets and then said, yeah, I got us all tickets. Oh, great. Yeah, 500 each. Pardon? Oh, they did each. not discuss beforehand. <laughs> they didn't. And this person apparently was the kind of the well-off one in the group and the 500 bucks. Yeah, no, no big deal. No big deal. But 500 bucks to a lot of people is a huge deal. Just got that text at the top at 103.939. You see that about Garth Brooks? Yes, I got into the pre-sale for Luke Combs and didn't even end up buying tickets because of the price. I'm slightly annoyed with how outrageous prices are. When I can see Garth Brooks for $100, I should be seeing, I should be able to see anyone for 100 bucks. Garth Brooks is the anomaly. Uh, That's so sad. But, but what? Yeah, you know who hates Garth Brooks tickets prices? Everybody else in music. Because uh, he sets this standard for these low, low prices, right? And then everybody else sells. And you know what? Things are worth what people will pay. And the fact is that the ticket prices were high, but the fact is the place is completely sold out in 10 minutes, and that's it, right? Where is this money coming from? I thought it was inflation. I thought we were in hard times. (laughs) We're the most well-off province, clearly. (laughs) But, like, I don't want to blame Luke Combs and everybody else. Like, you're right. Garth yeah. is different because Garth controls every aspect. And he, was, he was also the biggest artist on the planet. He doesn't have to make decades. any money anymore. Right, right. right. Like, yeah, he's just doing it for Luke, it's not like Luke Combs is sitting on a throne saying, I'm going to charge $800. No, none of these people made money for the last couple of years. This is their kind of their base revenue. So um, they're trying to make hay now while the sun shines because it certainly didn't shine the last couple of years. So there you go. And you're right. Garth Brooks is, is, is different because at this point in his life, it just doesn't matter. I mean... Okay, he's making money for his great, 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 great grandkids, right? So there you go. But the bottom line is we'll have Luke Holmes tickets to give you. Thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Can we win them? (laughs) This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, 
So we we're talking about the fact that uh, I went to my dentist. My dentist said, you're tongue-tied. Uh, I bet you probably have got some sleep issues. And I'm like, wow. She says, I said, I'm always kind of tired. So she said, well, what we're going to do is we're going to send you for a sleep study. So you hook up all this stuff to your nostrils and your finger and your chest. And then it does its thing. And then you take it and get the results. And these guys promised, made me promise that I wouldn't... Uh, spoil anything on social media or anything like that we'd save it for monday morning on the radio the whole week we were talking about sleep apnea yeah it felt like yeah and it was all culminating to this one big mystery event right. and we also found out a lot of our listeners also have sleep apnea <laughs> yes they do we're the station for cpaps <laughs> we really are that just doesn't sound so right. it was weird <laughs> I, I had such mixed uh, emotions going into the results meeting i i on one hand of course i didn't want to have sleep apnea. Right. Was your wife there holding your hand? No, she wasn't. But on the other hand, I wanted to have sleep apnea, which would explain why I'm always so tired. Right? Makes sense. Right. You're like, okay, this maybe this is it. Yeah. I'll finally get a good night's sleep. <laughs> exactly. So here's my announcement. I have mild sleep apnea. Oh. <laughs> How mild are we talking? You know, on the scale, it's a five. Out uh, of ten? No, no, out of 40, I think, or something. Oh, that's way different. (laughs) What is lighter than mild? (laughs) Yeah, this is like... I've got a five. So it's really interesting. They've got this scale and they show, okay, this is when you went to bed. This is when you turned on the machine. And this is what happened. They confirmed I don't really snore. Nobody looking at me, I look like a snore. But I'm not a snore. Strangely enough, we've slept next to you a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, pretty quiet. I'm a pretty that is a weird sentence to say, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. But it's true. So I've got this, and, and you know what, sleep apnea, if you have a serious case of it, I, I do not stop breathing completely at all. I was talking to a friend of mine who I, maybe he probably doesn't want me to say who he is, but he was telling me he stops like 40 times a night. Matt, uh, your mom said that your oh, dad yeah. was like, he broke the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, he 40 times in a minute. Yeah. And uh, almost for an entire... Um, minute or 40 times in an hour than almost for an entire minute during his sleep study. Yeah. So they're like, they, they <laughs> threw like rice and confetti at him when he walked out of there. Yeah. No kidding. He so was above the scale. He, yeah. Yes. He was the 35. So one of the big things, and you'll be shocked to hear this knowing, um, what goes on in my life. But one of my big things were they, Chris, do you have a lot of caffeine during the day? And I'm like, you know, I don't drink coffee. They're like, Oh, well that's good. I said, but the McDonald's diet Cokes get me every day. Twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how much do you drink? And I'm like, I don't want to re- you know, reveal that information. There's like, you got to cut back on your caffeine. Because I think that's one of your issues where you're having these uh, hypop- hypo- hyponies or hypop- hypoxia. No, H-Y-P-O-N-E-A. Like, so it's not apnea, it's hyponia. Uh, hypopneas okay. as I have. And and basically they said... <laughs> he sounds so official. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. He, sounds, he has no idea what he's talking about. But basically the, the doctor said it's kind of like about 11 times an hour there's somebody tapping you on the shoulder and saying, hey, just remember to breathe. Like, just remember to breathe. Remember to breathe. And every time they do that, you're kind of waking up. So you, you're not having a great sleep. That would so, explain being tired. Yeah. So there's... there's I don't need the machine. They've got a, a kind of a, a, a mouth thing that they would put in a mouth guard thing. I've got to make a decision on whether I want that or not. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's not serious, but it's not something that you should not take serious for sure. Like, if you're somebody that's that's stopping breathing, they say, you know, it's 23 times more likely to have a heart attack if you've got sleep apnea. So, Ooh. so I, I don't think I'm there yet as far as equipment goes, but 
you know, I'm going to talk with my wife about it. <laughs> that sentence, isolate him. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where it is. So, hypopenia, somebody said. They spelled it out for us. Thank right. you. Hypopenia. Okay, I've got hypopenia. It sounds like a cute name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hypopenia. And you've been fudging the numbers here. Yeah. We think you only have Diet Cokes on days when you need Diet Cokes. Yeah. Sounds yeah, like you've been I having... I didn't realize you were having them all the time. I, you know what? I went for a long time just having them on the weekends, and now, and they said, you're, it's your body telling you that you need caffeine like to, to survive because you're not getting enough sleep. It's like a, a, you know, a vicious cycle, right? So they said, you get more sleep, do yourself a favor, suck it up, and don't have as much caffeine because... Any caffeine after like two in the afternoon will stay in your system like straight through till the night. So I believe that. There you go. So that Devin McDonald's is making a killing <laughs> off Chris Sheets. <laughs> it's a dollar drink day still. So that's but oh, yeah. that's changing too on the twenty sixth. So that'd be another reason why I should probably but anyway, I'm gonna try to make some lifestyle changes before I jump into any kind of what kind of lifestyle changes? Well, dropping yeah, the caffeine. Big caffeine. And 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 I'll start to sleep. I'm gonna go to bed earlier. That's you're no, you're not. Oh, we all say that as soon as we get up. I'm going to go to bed early tonight. <laughs> Next time, I'm going to go to bed. There early. is no chance that's the change you make. No, I like. I'll tell your doctor that you're lying. <laughs> give me their number because it's Chris Sheets we talk about. Give, the night the owl. C- give him the seat back. He's yeah. lying to you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, uh, just a little sleepy after a, another very, very successful weekend. Of, of congratulations to my nephew. Uh, Evan and his now wife Courtney. We had another. Mm-hmm. We had a wedding on the family farm, and uh, it was just it was perfect. So the weather hung in there, and uh, it was just another great day. So we got two nephews married in two weekends, and uh, that's crazy. Is this the family farm? Like I know that you had posted on Instagram the house that built me. Is yeah. this legit? Where you grew up? That's where I grew up. That's yeah. pretty cool. Absolutely. So they did a great job. The yard looked fantastic, and uh, it was just. It was nice. So, yeah, that was all good. Jack, you had a crazy busy weekend. It was too busy, but it was great. We were at the corn maze on Friday night, and that's the first time this year I've been there. Oh, my gosh. They have done such a good job. Of course, the corn maze is great. We got lost. Yeah. But just (laughs) even the pumpkin displays and stuff, it's just, it's very fall. If you want some good photos, corn maze is where it's at. Good photos. Yes. Matt? It's great for the... um Birthday parties, too, and just make sure everybody else pays for themselves as they answer. I had a little PTSD after. I was, like, back at the picnic site where we were at. I'm like, Matt. I fed you. I gave you cake. Oh, gosh. Why'd I have to bring it up? What'd eh? you get up to, Matt? Nothing at all. Yeah. Pretty quiet weekend. Finally, one of the few. Yeah. Good. So, I mean, uh, the whole family was a little under the weather. Not COVID. Everybody tested many times. Right. So we just stuck close to home. Okay, got it. All right. Well, uh, state funeral for Queen Elizabeth II, yes. of course, is happening right now, and uh, that'll be the talk today for sure. I mean, it started late or early this morning, late last night. I mean, <laughs> three, four in the morning, and uh, there's their the motorcade is taking her to her final resting place as we speak. And uh, there was like 2,000 people at the funeral. I assume that our, pres- our prime minister was there and a bunch of former, I did see him former on TV. prime ministers were there. I saw yeah. they actually had a picture together. They were all like smiling and standing beside each other, which was kind of unusual. But <laughs> True. I guess, you know what, everything happens. Uh, you know, everybody sucks it up, so to speak. But what is the, you know, if, if there's people that are obviously, whether they were at the funeral I mean, in the 2,000 or whether they were, you know, in the procession when it was driving by. Yeah, just even in the city. You'd never forget that moment. What is that never forget that moment you were at event in your world? Think about that. 
Jack? I think for me, it would have to be the Vancouver Olympics. Yeah. I was there reporting. Okay. And so I was there for all three weeks and it was incredible. And it was much like today, but on a happier note, but that just you're seeing it with your own eyes, things that are happening and you're yeah. like, wow, it like this is this is a monumental event and I'm here and I'm seeing it with my own eyes. It's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. You almost can't believe it. Matthew? Uh, a lot less different. Yeah. A lot, a lot more different. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 2006 yeah. on White Ave during the mini riots. Yeah. Oh, right. I was like, I can't believe this is history. Right. As I pushed over another light post. <laughs> Climb to the top. <laughs> I didn't cause any ruckus, but I, that was like, I'm a part of something that I don't think we're going to see in a while. Right. And I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. Well, you know, I'll, I'll go there too with the 2006. I mean, having the uh, uh, the, the privilege of uh, Here we go. traveling with the team, going to those, oh, those, yeah. going to those Stanley Cup final games was crazy. You know, and game seven was nutty. Of course, we didn't win, but uh, game six was the best in Edmonton when we won four nothing. Oh. That's probably when little young Matthew was like causing debauchery <laughs> on White <laughs> Avenue. Yeah, I'm guessing after that game, bro. Ten minutes left in the game when it was pretty much clinched. Yeah, we were in the cab. All right, what about you? What is uh, that uh, one moment that uh, sticks out for you? Sticks out for you as that special thing? You're like, wow, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm experiencing yeah. this right now. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I don't know why. Thank you too. I don't know why I never like. Of course, but you know what I'm saying. I just kind of taken that kind of thing for granted. Um, speaking of highways, people frustrated about the hand day. Uh, I saw. Oh, there's an understatement. That flipping bridge, <laughs> honestly. How do you get home? Because I thought you would take it every day. Me? Yeah, I do. But see, the the bridge would I I've absolutely avoided it like the plague. I did use the white mud and go around, and then everybody was avoiding it like the plague. So then the white mud got crazy. <laughs> but uh, then there was people on Twitter talking about what do you do? What is the etiquette? Now you say the flipping bridge. Now I'm the person that comes off of Twilliger and merges onto it. And right. so technically you can like sneak past all of these people that are you in get a way head start. long lineup. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people that stay in that right lane. They know they got to get out of that right lane, but they, they rip up to the front of it and then they just signal and they wait for somebody to let them in. And it's, it is dirty, I used to dirty be, business. I used to think the same thing, Chris, yeah. that I had, those people were low life scum of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Throw them in jail and lock the, throw away the key. Yes. But this city... It'll yeah. never learn yeah. unless it happens. Right. You have to learn the zipper merge. Right. That means we have to fill up both lanes all the way. Yes. And then one after another. Just yes. Don't, don't, don't. I just don't, feel like don't, it works out so much better on paper, yeah. but when you do it in real life, it just infuriates everyone. <laughs> it, oh, it does. But like at, at this point, I've, I've stopped grinding my teeth as much. Yeah. You have to go on that right lane. So I don't fault those people. Yeah. Even though they're, I think they know what they're doing. Yeah, I know what. They, but like, we have to learn how to zipper merge, Edmonton. Please, everybody, change your radio stations to ours so we could talk about the zipper merge. You have to do it. You can't get angry at somebody. It is the way of the future. It is honestly. <laughs> you don't want to be stuck in traffic forever. Zipper merge. Zipper merge. Zipper merge. I hate. I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah. No, that's okay. But but that handy disaster is just oh that bridge oh and there's the one in Devon too where they've got it down to one one and the, the frustrating thing is and I know that this isn't the case but every time you go by there's like three people working on it and you're like seriously 
Could we, like, I'll maybe come on the weekend and volunteer. Like, yeah. whatever it takes. Let's get this bridge done. Let's double the efforts, guys. <laughs> Dad, where are you going? He's got his vest on and his shovel. <laughs> there he goes. Help in the hand day. Oh. <laughs> South Common was chaos this weekend, too. Okay. Oh, the, that's right, because they closed 23rd Ave. The 23rd Ave bridges and the overpass there was, I was like, why is it so bunged up at uh, 34th? Yeah. Or 35th? Is everybody had to go around. You couldn't turn oh, left. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> And like, why? Why close Twenty Third Ave in on the a middle of the day on a weekend? <laughs> yeah. like, work overnights, guys. Don't they care about Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to South Common, and it was madness. <laughs> okay, does everybody feel better now? Yeah. That we got okay. That off our got chest? that out. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Got it. It's tough. It's tough driving in this. <laughs> oh, it's tough. You're right. It's not for the faint of heart. Oh, no. I was stuck in rush hour traffic on Friday. Yep. I don't know how you guys do it. You're talking about others. Yeah, like you listening yeah. in the middle of rush yeah. hour traffic right now. Yeah. It's chaos. Yeah. I was so, my kids were losing their minds. <laughs> yeah. I almost shut the car door and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and caused another backup. Wouldn't that have been ironic? You probably could have walked for at least five minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> come back. Chris. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know, it's ironic. On the weekend, I was uh, scrolling through TikTok, and there was a comedian who did a bit on that song. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, and he basically said it only applies for uh, for drinking. He said, you know, you can't say, well, I'm sick of work today. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, and just leave, you know? I guess. <laughs> I'm not doing a very good job of describing it, but it was pretty funny. Just doesn't work as well. Kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's 837, uh, talking about traffic and issues, and Matt says the zipper merge, which we've all heard mm-hmm. of the term zipper merge, but maybe we don't understand exactly how it works. So uh, here it is, Matt's traffic school, as Jack called it. Go ahead, Matt. So instead of staying in one lane and stop, break, stop, break, stop, break, to get through... Like everybody together. Where it, when like a two-lane road goes down to one, everybody wants to be in the left-hand lane if the right-hand lane's blocked so right. they can get through without a problem. Then you see the people zipping through the right-hand lane all the way up to where it goes down to one lane. Right. And you're like, they're not waiting in line! Right. <laughs> Jerks! And they're it's, not. They're not. Right. But the zipper merge is the best way for us to get through efficiently. It has the least amount of slowdown. So we build, fill up both lanes and we take a turn just like a zipper. Right. So one tooth, one tooth, one tooth, one tooth. Oh, so left hand go, lane, right hand lane, left hand lane, right hand lane. This avoids as much slowdown as humanly possible. And so I, and I, I believe you, but it doesn't make sense because there's only so many vehicles that can go through at once. So what's the difference between them going in one row of traffic or two? I, I don't know. Traffic engineers have figured it's huh? more efficient that way. We're filling up both lanes. We're not backing it up 11 million miles in the right. one lane. Right. And it, you're going to go the same time. If everybody just lets that person in the right-hand lane, and right. that, that lane should be as backed up as the left-hand lane should be. Yeah. You know, one morning, one of the big construction, maybe it's the Yellowhead or maybe it's the Handy or whatever, we should send you out with your little traffic cop uh, outfit on and you should be at the very front and control a zipper merge and just like you you go, you go, you go with a whistle maybe. I feel like we should dress you up as a zipper <laughs> so like people get the real idea. <laughs> I feel like this is a good way to definitely face my first road rage incident. <laughs> what are you doing? Let him in! He would definitely get the finger for sure. Oh, without a doubt. Okay, but that's what the zipper merge yes, is you and know, I have heard it. I'm not trying to be a zipper merge uh, denier. I, I believe it too. It makes it too. sense. I believe yeah. it too. It just, just, 
I used to be so angry at everybody who wouldn't wait in line, and they'd race to the end, right, where they could sneak in quickly. Right. But if we just fill them up both, and each of us just alternate, okay, we're going to go quickly. All right. I think you've single-handedly solved the problem, because everybody listening will now do that. I like this text. Yes, please dress him up as a zipper. Yes, please. <laughs> It'd be so funny. The zipper with the fly down, though. Just, <laughs> That's right. For oh, sure. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.